Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is up and what's happening, everybody? And welcome into another episode of the Up Tempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane. Here tonight with my co-host, Dustin Smith. Man, Dustin, it's getting aggravating, man. The Auburn Tigers drop their, their last four out of five. And they drop a heartbreaker, 77-69 to 69 to the Alabama Crimson Tide inside of Neville Arena. Mm-hmm. Man, I really, truly feel like Neville Arena was one of the, the loudest atmospheres in college basketball history yesterday. I feel like it sure. was off the charts. It set decimal points uh, <laughs> off the freaking Richter scale, man. Um, so shout out to the Auburn fans who absolutely mm. brought it yesterday. But, man, uh, let's just open this thing up with your initial thoughts on how this thing went yesterday. It's deja vu, brother. It's deja vu for this basketball yeah. team. It's deja vu for Auburn fans. I've made the joke before. I sure do hope that Butch and the boys can score some runs because I don't know if the Auburn family can watch bad offense from, from another one of the big three. It's just mm. – it's tough, man. Like And like you, like you said, when we linked up off air, it just feels like football season at this point. You're repeating mm. the same issues over and over and over again. And – I've, I haven't pressed the panic button at all this season, and now's the time. And Bruce acknowledged it in the post game. He said, "Yeah, we we know we're fighting for our tournament lives at this point." Um, so there's a lot of veterans on this team, like a lot. The only freshman that contributes at all is Trey Donaldson, uh, a reserve point guard that plays around 10 minutes a game. So this is a very veteran team that needs to team only meeting, look in the mirror, whatever cliche you want to use. They got to get it uh, figured out in that locker room because. You know, we, we've we've made mention of this plenty of times. I have a, a big issue with Auburn fans that say, well, basketball used to suck, mm-hmm. so don't get mad. No, mm-hmm. and Bruce doesn't want you to believe that either. He wants he wants you to have expectations of this program. So, and you should. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of resources going into it. 
Um, those guys got to be better. Auburn basketball has got to be better than this. We because we are, we are better than this. Yeah, man, one hundred percent agree with you there. And Dustin, I got to ask you before we hop into breaking down this game and everything that happened, man. Does Auburn fans need to take a step back and 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 realize that they are now a bubble team? Uh, because in my opinion, that is absolutely what you are. You are a bubble team. You are now to the point where you are fighting for your life. Mm -hmm to get into the NCAA tournament. We know you have Missouri coming up. In my opinion, that is a must-win basketball game, okay? And and really and truly, Dustin, I think from here on out is must-win. Uh, now, I know you're going to take the trip over to Tuscaloosa, and, and in my opinion, it's not going to be pretty. Uh, I think Auburn could possibly get ran out of the gym. I hate to say that. I love Auburn with all my heart. But from what I saw yesterday and – the way you let that one just absolutely slip away, right? You couldn't finish, and now Alabama Brandon Miller hits the crane kick on you on your home court. Now you got to go to their house, and it's it, it's going to be worse because, in my opinion, you played your absolute one of your absolute uh, better performances for the first fifteen minutes, and then. They were so far off of their game. They played absolutely terrible for the first 15 minutes. Uh, excuse me, um, for the first 35 minutes. Excuse me. Um, and then you let them off the hook. All right. I don't know why I was saying 15. I meant the last 15 or whatever, man. But uh, you let them off the hook. You couldn't close the game out. So now you got to go to them and you got to deal with the hard hats. And uh, you still got Tennessee, man. Uh, Tennessee, they're struggling right now. You could possibly get a win there. You still got to go to Rupp and Kentucky. I just uh, – I feel like you're fighting for your life, Dustin. Oh, we are. I mean, if you go three and three, that puts you at 20 and 11. Mm -hmm. And then say and then you say you lose the first round of the tournament, in the SEC tournament. You're 20 and 12. There's a lot of people out there that are acting like that gets us in. I don't think it does. Mm -hmm. Um. So yep. yeah, we were at, we. I think we need to go four and two, and uh, at, at least five and one would make you feel real good. But I think a four and two, and then get some big wins. Uh, you got still some opportunities. Missouri's a good team coming up. It's like you just said, man. It's a must win. That Tennessee game is winnable. You almost got them on the road. Um, uh, you know, you should be able to do get them at home. So there's still chances. But I mean, clock's ticking. 100%. 100%, Dustin. And then where do you think this locker room is at right now? I mean, we didn't expect to go 0-2 this week. I didn't expect it. You know, we said it was a possibility, but I figured Auburn I figured Auburn would gut one out, at least one. And you had a chance to win both of them, Dustin. Where is this locker room at? Are they laying down? Are they going to get up and, and battle back? What's going on in there, man? Well, I trust BP. Mm -hmm. I know that he's going to have the guys ready. I, I hope, you know, it's just, like I said, this the, the weird thing for me is like, like Jalen. Yep. I mean, I'm hey, Insert what I've said 20 times this season. Why didn't he shoot the ball more? Yeah. And, and it's just, you were hot. Like you were feeling it. And then you just stop. Yep. Um, it's confusing, man. I don't, I don't know where this locker room is. I, I know that like they play hard and they try. I don't think it's like lost. Yeah. But there's something in this team's DNA right now to where when the game gets tight, they can't score. I mean, one for your last 10, 
Come mm. on, man. Like, like, come on. And and mm. and the thing is, is they're good looks. They're wide open looks. And let me tell you something. If if we got a if if it's a clutch free throw, we're gonna miss it. Yep. If it if it's late and that free throw is gonna tie the game or get it, you know, within three when we're down by four, make it a one possession game, something like that, we will miss that free throw. It does not matter who is at the line. We're gonna miss it. You, and you talking about Wendell gotta, Green? Talking about Wendell Green? Yeah. 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 Yeah, him, that was big. Him. I've seen KD do it. I've seen Jalen mm-hmm. do it this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, all of them. And again, mm-hmm. all these guys are vets. So whatever it is in there that's causing this, when it gets to three minutes, for them to just nut up and not be able to execute, not be able to finish. And, you know, this is where I'm concerned about how the season is going to finish. The defense is getting worse and worse and worse. And when you're almost dead last out of 370 something college teams in sh- three point shooting, yeah. you better play some defense. And giving up 84% in the paint yesterday is mm. not going to cut it. Jalen's got to do a better job of protecting in there. And Janai's got to do a better job of protecting in there. There was no foul troubles. I don't want to hear about the refs yesterday. Um, we just got bodied inside. Absolutely, man. And, and, you know, a lot of people, I saw a lot of people griping about the officials and all no. that. Look, the officials, that's not why we lost yesterday. Okay. No. Uh, why we lost is simply because we shot 32% from the field. Uh, we were 20 of 62 from the field yesterday, Dustin. And guess what? We let Alabama walk into Neville Arena and shoot 59%, Dustin. That go. is why we lost. Uh, they went 29 of 49. Uh, we got 13 more shots than they did. Couldn't capitalize. That is 100% the reason why we lost yesterday. We hit more threes than they did, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we made more free throws. Had less turnovers. Uh, had less turnovers. And you simply just couldn't close, man. You couldn't close. And there's something. What do we always talk about with the Mamba mentality, man? Somebody's got to have that mentality to absolutely rip somebody's heart out, just grab them around the throat, and and just, uh, and just put them to sleep, man. So, you know, that's something that we're not seeing from this team. And one guy I, I you know, I always want to talk about and, and getting this thing started is Jalen Williams, man. Jalen Williams had 16 points on five of eight shooting. Yeah. Eight shots, man. Eight <laughs> yeah. shots. Uh, But he was three of six from three. Mm-hmm. And yesterday when I was live, man, I was saying, hey, Jalen, keep shooting it. Keep shooting it. All right. Jalen Williams, like we always say every single episode, Dustin, I feel like a broken record. <laughs> 15 shots a game, man. You, should, you shouldn't shoot under that, okay? I don't know what it's going to take, but Jalen Williams has to have a sit-down, come-to-Jesus meeting, man, and look himself in the mirror and say, hey, I'm this dude on the team, and I need to be shooting the damn basketball, man. Yeah, the only person that's not scared to shoot is KD Johnson, but unfortunately, he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> like <laughs> unfortunately, that's not a good thing for us. Yeah. Like like if I could give Jalen 80% of what KD has, yeah. We'd we'd be okay. Um it's just at this point, man, until I see different, this is what I'm going to expect. These guys have been playing ball for a long time at Auburn at this point, and they, we, we keep seeing the same thing all season. So I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to change. I, I 
I, I yeah, I want Jalen to shoot 15 times. Uh, the, the couple of times he's done it, it, it's worked out for us. But five of eight, man, I sure would like that to be 10 for 16, 11 for 16, 12 for 17, something like that. It would have been if you had kept shooting it. That six for three could have been four for eight, could have been five for 10. And yeah. that, there's your difference right there. Dustin, do you think the foul trouble that he got to uh, that he got into in the second half? Do you think that kind of messed up a little rhythm of his, uh, him having to go to the bench right there, uh, and and just uh, kind of losing his his flow on the court? It it may have this game, but in other games he hasn't had foul trouble and he just goes away Great from point. shooting the ball. So it's just yeah. it, you know that's just uh, right now that's his DNA. And I like I said again, he's been playing ball at Auburn for a long time, so. If it changes, great, but I don't expect it to. Hmm. Well, another guy I want to talk about, and I feel like we're always talking about this guy, man, and that is Wendell Green Jr. Uh, 24 points, as you see here, on 7 of 19 shooting hmm. and 4 of 9 from 3. Man, I thought Wendell Green Jr., <laughs> I thought it was his best performance of the year, Dustin. Uh, yeah, he, I, I, he absolutely brought it. He showed up. He was hitting big shots. Um, I thought the – the little hesitation off the screen uh, to get, I think it was Bradley to, to get the, the three point foul right there. The, yeah, the three shot play. foul. Yeah. A nice heads up play there. Just in every aspect, man, I thought he brought it yesterday. I thought uh, he, he was playing with Neville arena, man. Uh, just give me your thoughts on Wendell. Yeah. He's really been down the straight. <laughs> he's playing good basketball in a lot of these losses. Yeah. And I know you had the audio down cause you were live yesterday, but the announcer, alluded to it probably with about 12 to 13 minutes to go in the second half. Mm -hmm. He said, Wendell Green's had a great game, but I'm getting worried for the fact that he doesn't have any help and he's played a lot of minutes. Yep. And that's kind of what we're seeing. We want to put the ball in Wendell's hand with two minutes to go when he's been the only one with the ball the whole game. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just, there's not, you're not getting anything from the two spot. So, even even simple stuff like bringing the ball up the court, running the offense. I mean, right now it is all on Wendell. When Wendell yep. is not on the floor, you really start questioning where the points are going to come from, and because it just there's nobody else that can really get the offense even kick started. So if guys aren't going to help him out at the two spot, and, mm -hmm. and and not just in scoring, yes, scoring would be nice, and, and at least being a threat. If KD could knock down a couple more threes and at least be a threat out there, mm -hmm. but you know, I just he's he's asked to carry so much of the load, um, but he's he's doing great. I mean, he's he's given us everything he's got, and he's he's playing like I said, he's playing well in a lot of these losses. Man, look, I I gotta ask you this, Dustin. Uh, when he went off the court yesterday, Auburn had a five point lead in the second half, and there was a rotation that come in with Donaldson and and. Uh, and Wendell was on the he was on the bench, man. And and Alabama made their run. They ended up taking the lead. Auburn couldn't get a bucket. Uh, they were focusing on Joe Nye down low, man. Uh, I had a guy tell me. He said, "Well, Wendell had to go to the bench and get rest." All right. And I said, "Look, man, at this point in your season, you need a quality win. You need." something on your resume and you have a five point lead against the number three team in the country that's in the polls in my opinion they're the number one team in the country all right can you put wendell green jr on the bench there and not have an offensive threat in that rotation dustin up five man 
No. And I know – here's the thing. I know Bruce yep. is in a tough spot because he counted on Chance to be that guy. Yep. Ch- Chance was supposed to be that guy. So mm-hmm. Bruce is in a tough position. I think we're getting more out of Trey than this coaching staff probably expected. Yep. Um, but yeah, like Wendell's just in that. He's just, it's just him right now, bro. It's it's just him. Anything anything you get from Trey, um, is a bonus. And you ex- you like I said, you expect Chance to be that guy. Yeah, I mean, I I, I hear both sides of that one. Probably shouldn't take him out right there. The results kind of speak for themselves. Um. But he can't play every minute of the game either. So you probably Bruce, Bruce would probably say, "Well, I'm trying to conserve him, knowing the game's going to be close late." Um, and you still saw him kind of get winded and gas. So there's no perfect solution to some of the problems we have. Uh, it's oh, a yeah. flaw. It's a flawed roster that doesn't have good perimeter shooters and lacks some size down low. When we play the longer teams, we lack size at the guard spot, and there's not a lot of ball handlers. We just have a lot of we just have a lot of flaws, man. There's just a lot of problems are going to pop up from that. So yeah, yeah, man. And, and one thing, you know, Alabama, Auburn held Alabama and Brandon Miller. I mean, they held them basically in check for the most mm-hmm. part, man. Look, I know they scored 77 points, but let's be real. Uh, some of that was kind of you know at the end of the game and everything. Yeah. Uh, in, in mop-up duty, uh, fouling late, and and then I think Noah Gurley flushed one home that was a little unnecessary and all mm-hmm. that. But, look, man, for the most part, from what this Alabama team has done on the year, scoring 190 and everything right. in the upper 80s, uh, Auburn held them in check, and you held Brandon Miller to 13 points, man. I thought Auburn played really, really well, and they had a chance to win this basketball game. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw Brandon Miller not on his A game, you know, and and um, Sears was really – he was hitting his three-point shots. But, you know, I just figured that we would see a different team down the stretch with the late game against West Virginia, the late game against Tennessee. You know, I felt like, hey, this is the, this is the spot – for us to pull one out. And we were battling. We were throwing haymakers back and forth, man. And at the end of the day, like you said a minute ago, when it gets under three minutes, Auburn, they tighten up, man. They tighten up. Uh, and and it's just – it's tough to watch, man. It, it's frustrating. Uh, it's, it's aggravating. And I keep seeing Auburn fans, man, saying, oh, well, look, we're really not that bad. <laughs> oh, we're not terrible, but – you're sitting here thinking like this is a sweet 16 team. Mm-hmm. You need to roll back your expectations a little bit about this Auburn team because they're not that good. All right. They're not getting out of the first weekend. I'm sorry. All right. They're just, they're not. All right. I, look, we tried to sugarcoat things, but my point of this is, man, is you held Alabama down for the most part. You held them down from what they are used to doing to teams in this conference, and you still couldn't find a way to win Dustin yeah I don't know man I don't know where you go from here no uh, you better start winning games and <laughs> the, the thing is I think this game played out like uh, exactly the way Bruce wanted it to I yeah. think that his I think he had a game plan coming into the game that worked perfect because Alabama's so good you're gonna have to pick how they're gonna score they're gonna score 
Yep. But Bruce made a conscious decision that we are going to really guard the three-point line and make sure they don't get us there. And that's why we gave up 80-something percent in the paint, but he he knew it was going to be a high percentage of looks in the paint, and he decided, I got to try to keep them under 100. I got to try to keep the, yep. the numbers that you read off earlier. They're a good team. They attacked the closeouts. They made the right passes at the right time, and they got us. Um, but if you would have asked Bruce before the game, what's the game plan today? I guarantee you he would have said, limit them off the three ball, force them to make twos, and then we'll be in a close game late, and we'll try to pull it out at home. That's exactly how it played out, and we continue to not pull it out at home. So with everything with everything there, with game day there, with, like you said, one of the best – Probably the best atmosphere in Auburn basketball history. Yeah, uh, that's, not, that's not a stretch to say. You got people camping outside for for days on end to get into the game. So, um, yeah, man, just really disappointing. But again, mm. I, I feel like we've been saying this for weeks now. Go to a no this week. Yeah, go to a no this week, and then the whole tone it's, changes. It's a must, man. It's a yeah. must. It's, 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 I feel like you got to go to a no. Uh, you know, you got Missouri at home, and then you go to Vanderbilt. Oh. Uh, so I mean, this you gotta brutal, bro. You, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta win these two, man. You, you can't look. I'll be honest, man. If you don't go two and zero this week, I don't think you're making the NCAA tournament. I really yeah. don't, Dustin. I, I'm to that point, man. I'm kind of look. I don't want to give up on this team because that's not what we're about. Uh, we're Auburn Tigers you know, through and through, but it's time to start looking at, at, you know, at Man. the harsh reality of things. And uh, these are two must win games. Missouri's a great team. Yeah. Uh, they got some big time uh, wins on their resume. Vanderbilt's hot right now, man. They, oh, yeah. they hit a buzzer beater the other night against Tennessee at their place. So that's obviously a tough place to play. Uh, then you got a game against Ole Miss, man. You got to get that one. Uh, then you got Kentucky. You got to go to Rupp, man. You got to get that one. And then you close things out with, with Tennessee and Alabama. Uh, so, you know, look, the, the slate's tough, but yep. somebody's got to bow their neck. Like you mentioned earlier with the uh, – maybe have a team meeting or something, draw everybody in and say, hey, well, you know, let's get this thing going. Uh, you know, understand your roles. I don't know, man. I'm at a loss for words really of – you know, we tried to sugarcoat this thing, man, and say, hey – when we were beating the bad teams, the LSUs and all that, you know, and, and we were saying, hey, maybe this Auburn team is pretty good, man. Maybe, you know, maybe they're sitting right where they need to be. Maybe that loss in Athens was exactly what this team needed. But now it's starting to look like that loss in Athens was exactly who this Auburn team is. Yeah, Memphis but game. Yeah, Memphis game, USC game. <laughs> uh, you know, once again, man, USC game can't close. All right, you got a chance to win it late can't close uh, so it, it's just a reoccurring thing man with with Auburn you get down uh, within the the last five minutes of the game and and you know you let's be honest you shit the bed you shit yep. the bed man I mean yeah it's and it's weird too to watch the fan reaction it, it's so strange um it's almost like if you say something positive about football you're a sunshine pumper and if you say anything negative about football or basketball you're an idiot and you want to fire Bruce Pearl. I mean, I have the audacity today to say that Auburn might have to process a couple of guys and bring in some three-point shooters. Because again, out of 370-something teams, we're like 350-something yeah. in three-point percentage. 
And I have never got more hate and more fireback from a tweet. I mean, people call me a dumbass, an idiot, all kind of things for suggesting that Bruce is going to have a tough decision when he looks at Alan Flanagan and says, do you use your COVID year? Yeah. Or do we process you and bring in a three, a three, a small forward that can play perimeter defense? Because Flan's defense is wavered too. That can yeah. play that can play perimeter defense at a high level and consistently hit threes. Mm-hmm. I would say, yes, that would be an upgrade to the team. That's a Absolutely. hard decision, though, when you have the, the guy's coach, the, the guy's dad's an assistant coach, and we know Bruce is loyal. Bruce loves KD, right? That's his psycho. But again, Bruce got a fat new salary, and money gets pumped into basketball now. I don't yep. care about what it was like in 1995 or 2005 anymore because we're not that team. That's exactly. not this, just not this program anymore. So that's exactly. that's irrelevant. That would be like if Auburn got good in football in three years, being like, "Oh, what about the Harson days?" Like, no, you like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to, yeah, 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 you want to so be like, good. Auburn, Auburn loses a, a close game to to just say Georgia in three years, and and. And everybody says, "Oh, well, uh, you remember the Brian Harson days? Uh, you weren't you weren't around when <laughs> right, Brian Harson was right, the coach." Right, so, right. so don't be mad that we lost this game and Hugh <laughs> yeah. Freeze fumbled the bag in this Georgia game and everything. Right. No, man, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. It's crazy. Right? It's We're crazy not in the Tony Barbie days anymore. Like, forget it. Let it go. It's over. We <laughs> yeah. expect to win basketball games, man. We yeah. got a taste of the Final Four and what it should have been a national championship that year in my opinion and we want more of that we want to get back there and so you know man i mean it, it's it's frustrating but like a guy that you just talked about alan flanagan i want to throw this up here real quick alan flanagan went one of nine from the field man with just seven points all right and and i'll be honest with you dustin i think cuz checked out when he got posterized by brandon mm. miller i think he checked out i think he said hey i'm, I'm out of here uh, don't <laughs> jump young blood all right, don't jump. <laughs> don't jump, young blood, because you got posterized. All right? and, and really and truly, I don't know why he jumped. Uh, it was at the end of the half. You gave him an and one. Uh, once again, all right, once again, Auburn at the end of the half, they can't close. Yep, yep, all right, yep. can't close. You got the lead. You let Alabama get right back into it. They get a fast break in transition. Dish it to Brandon Miller. You jump. Bad decision. He immediately knew he messed up, gets the <laughs> wrist. Brandon Miller flushes at home, man. I think Alan Flanagan checked out, Dustin. I really do. Can't have this. We can't have one for nine with seven points against Alabama. I mean, he's, he's a senior. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's unacceptable, man. He would tell you that. I mean, so it's not it's not anything that should be controversial to anybody. Um, yeah, he's gotta he's gotta be better than that. He's not like I said, he's not even bringing the defensive side anymore. And it's frustrating because you see him pop off and go for 20 points. And he's had those mm-hmm. nights for 15 rebound or 15 points and eight rebounds and, you know, and yeah. making steals and all this kind of stuff. And then you get this and that's really out. The two most consistent guys on this team are Janai Broom. And I know we didn't have his best game yesterday, but Janai and Wendell Green. Yeah. You, you can, you can count on them having a good game more times than not. Everybody else. We'll find out. Wild card. We'll, they're we'll wild find out card. when they tip it up. <laughs> they're a wild card, man. You have absolutely no clue. Uh, and, and man, I really do think Joe Nye played really well in the paint. Um, I, I think 
he had a lot to deal with. That was my one X factor in the game was, you know, Alabama size down low, mm-hmm. man. And and I thought Jonah had a real problem on his hands yesterday. I thought he handled it well. I know he didn't fill it up on the offensive end, Dustin, but I thought Jonah uh, played really, really well inside. He missed a couple bunnies on the offensive end, a couple of hook shots that uh, went halfway down and bounced out, man. Unfortunate. Yeah. I know that's happened a lot to Auburn uh, this season. <sighs> it really it really feels like uh, there's just Can't a, a uh, damn – yeah, it feels like there's a damn popcorn maker on that thing for real. <laughs> I mean, it, it feels <laughs> rough sometimes, man. Like the Zep Jasper three the other day. Yeah, uh, it, it just it hurts, man. But Joe Nye Broom, I, I do really think he brought it down low uh, with having to deal with Clowney and Betty Iko. And uh, th- there's a lot of size down there in that Alabama roster, man. Yeah, I think, like I said earlier, I think Bruce had a great game plan for what it was. They are yeah. Alabama is a significantly more talented team than us, and it was Bruce's game plan that kept us in the game. And Janai's that anchor for us. Uh, when we go up against teams like this, he's undersized, and it's easy to look at the points in the paint and put that all on Janai. But like, that's not. It's more. De- it's, it's way more deep than that. It was. It was specific to our game plan. We gave them that. Yeah. Um, and kind of put Janai in a lot of bad positions a lot of time, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Janai's like I said, he's 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 probably been the most. I mean, him and Wendell right there. Um, and yeah, this some of these bunnies, man. I, I don't. I mean, it's we have we have five or six rim outs a game, and it's also yeah. like it's also like uh, if it's a tip ball, if it's a 50-50 ball, and both guys' hands are like this. The ball just goes off our fingertip or yeah. just goes off our guy's shoe. And that's been all year. I mean, we just cannot catch a break, man. And again, yeah. it kind of feels like football, right? Where it was just there would be a turnover. How, how long did the defense go without getting a turnover? Like half the season, Ooh. three quarters yeah. of the season. And just so many times the ball would just be right there. I remember one time where we had the fumble right there and it, it takes a funny bounce and goes out of bounds. It just remember the old miss game. Remember the yeah. old Miss game? Uh, yeah. We 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 forced the fumble and it's laying right there, and we try to pick it up and we can't uh, get it, and then Ole Miss falls on it. Uh, we just couldn't catch a break, man. So I, I just uh, I hate it. It feels like the same thing. Yeah, I, I hate it for this Auburn team, man. But I think they got to come together. I think they got to make a couple of adjustments, do something, uh, you know, have a team meeting or something. Uh, just really uh, lock in, try to gel together, and try to make a run right here at the end of the season. And and hopefully you can you can fight through all this adversity and make the tournament and and look I don't think they're gonna go far in the tournament but do I hope they do absolutely I do I'm an Auburn fan man war damn eagle uh, I hope they go as far as they possibly can you know um, but I think we got to face reality Dustin I really do um, but man look before we get out of here uh, there was some big news that broke last week I know this is the first time that we've gotten to record. And that was Oklahoma and Texas, man. All right, they weren't supposed to join the conference until July first of twenty twenty-five, uh, but now, all right, they're joining July first of twenty twenty-four. What are your thoughts on this, man? And 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 how big is this for the conference? They better not make our three biggest rivals. We know who two is going. The first two are going to be. Yeah. It, if they go to the three six uh, three six format and all these different things, yeah, that's my whole concern. The Auburn side, we they better not give us Oklahoma as our third rival or some shit like that. You better give us Vanderbilt 
or Mississippi State. I am, yeah. I am, like, <laughs> yeah. I hope it's Mississippi State because we play, you know, I mean, we have, it's kind of a rivalry, like there's some history yeah. there. Um, I, I, I hope it's one of those uh, Mississippi schools, to be honest. But, yeah, dude, just, that's my thing. Don't, don't give us Tennessee and then bring up rivalries from yesteryear or give us Florida or something. Like, I, no, no. You pick one of them teams that's a little bit of a lower tier all-time program, and you give that to us. And I'm hopeful that when this all comes about, that it'll it'll lighten up the schedule for us because it seems like we're going to lose LSU every year. Yeah. And as much as I hate that because it's been an awesome rivalry my growing up, and uh, yeah, there's opportunity for them to restore. So A and M can now play. You know. <laughs> And I know that they're probably pissed about that because uh, them in Texas got that beef and all that, yeah. and all that. But uh, I look forward to it. I really do. Oklahoma has competed well against SEC teams in the past. My argument to them would be when you have 20, 25 days in a bowl game to prepare, you can probably perform pretty well. Let's see how you do when you get thrown in this gauntlet. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Blake. I think Texas is going to get swallowed. I really mm. do. I think that the move that Texas – I think – Oklahoma has a chance to to, keep, to be Oklahoma. They're not going to have – I don't anticipate them having the consistency that they've had during my lifetime. I mean, they have yeah. been top-notch every year. But it, honestly, it kind of – because just law of averages, you're not going to do that forever. You're going to have some down, and yeah. they're, like, overdue for it. And after going 6-6 six and six, or 6-7 six and seven last year, it kind of seems like they're there anyway. I don't necessarily believe in their head coach. I think he's in over his head. I think it's – if that's who they're rolling into the SEC with, I feel pretty confident about them not really making much of a dent until they get somebody in there. Yeah. But I think overall, I think Oklahoma has a good chance to sustain and still be the Oklahoma brand. I really think that Texas is making a move that's gonna is gonna kill themselves. Now, do mm. they have a huge? Do they have a big brand? Is their brand huge? Yes, I understand all that. Are they mm. gonna have this humongous following in the state of Texas? And they have a nice following around the country. Yes, I get all that. But from a competitive standpoint, I think their fans live in kind of what they've earned it to some degree. So I'm not I'm not comparing them totally to Arkansas, but like mm -hmm. the level of delusion as to what they currently are is very yeah. similar to Arkansas to me. I haven't seen you do shit in a while. And then when you did, it was Mac Brown and Vince Young. I was still in high school. So, yeah, yeah I, I think this is a bad move for Texas. I think they're going to get swallowed up. But for me, just from an Auburn fan side. I'm just hoping that it lightens our schedule, bro. Yeah, and and look, I'm going to take a little different stance on this here, Dustin. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit, uh, talking about Texas and Oklahoma. I think that Texas is more favorable of joining the SEC than Oklahoma is, okay? This is what I'm going to say this. Texas A&M did not want them to join the SEC because that was a recruiting pitch against texas in that state to say hey look we're in the sec you can come play in the sec best conference of college sports and you know texas can't offer you that they can offer right. the big 12 you know you don't want to go out there the three three five defenses and all they do mm -hmm. is throw it around the yard nobody wants to play out there and texas a&m didn't want them joining the sec because of that all right so now i think texas is in a much better position, and I think this could actually drown Texas A&M. Texas comes into the SEC, starts gaining power, momentum, in recruiting the state of Texas. I think with Oklahoma now under Brett Venables having their down season, 
Uh, they're not doing so hot. That could really hurt them, set them back. That rises Texas up. Then Texas is going to have to start competing with LSU. I don't think they're going to have to compete with Arkansas that much because I'm just not a believer in Arkansas in football. Uh, never have, never will. Um, so I think Texas is in the better spot, in my opinion, coming to the SEC. I get what you're saying. Um with them getting swallowed up because I, I know people, you know, I know I've heard it um, and I could see it happening. I just think that Texas, like you said, with their brand and their money and I like Sark, man, I like Sark. I think he's a great coach. I think he's one of the top three offensive minds in college football. So I, I think Texas is my pick there. I, I, I think they have a lot of momentum, but the one thing that I am, just so excited about Dustin is, man, you look across all the sports, okay? Not just football. Man, you look at basketball, okay? Oklahoma just beat number three Alabama. They were number two at the time by 23, yeah, they right? Them. They've had They've had guys like Trey Young, Ice Trey the game, you know? Uh, they've had Blake Griffin come out of there. They've had Buddy Heald come out of there. They've had some studs come out of Oklahoma basketball, man. So that's a big-time pickup. Texas with Kevin Durant, in my opinion, one of the – the greatest scorers in NBA history if he could just get his head out of his ass. Oh, he uh, might he might set history. He might be the first player ever to make a three-pointer for every team in the NBA. <laughs> uh, man, wow. look, hey, hey, if like hey, that's why I said, man, one of the greatest scorers <laughs> in NBA history, but if he could just get his head out of his ass. Uh, but he he's a social media diva, okay? Mm-hmm. That's what KD is. But KD comes out of Texas, man. They've had some great dudes come out of Texas. And and then you look at women's softball, okay? Oklahoma runs women's softball right now, man. They're they're the the creme de la creme of, of women's softball. Texas, look at Texas and the greats that they've had come out of that program. Uh, that's a great uh, women's softball. Two two people, two programs coming in here. That's just going to boost what SEC softball already is. And then you look at baseball. All right, Oklahoma just played in the national championship game. Uh, Dustin, the national championship yeah. series out in Omaha and, and Texas, they were preseason number one last year and supposed to be the greatest team of all time. Uh, and we know that Augie Garrido and all those great past teams that Texas had, we know what that's about. So you're bringing two powerhouses into college baseball, um, you know, equestrian. I'm sure they ride horses out there in Oklahoma and <laughs> Texas. So, I mean, that's probably, you know, two stout programs out there. I'm not sure, but um Man, looking at it, golf. Look at golf, bro. The studs that have come out of Texas in, in, in golf. So, I mean, I think this is a monumental pickup for the Southeastern Conference. I think it's absolutely huge, man. Uh, I'm so excited. I can't wait till Auburn plays at Texas or at Oklahoma. I know I'm going to be out there uh, taking it all in, man. I'm, I'm just absolutely stoked. I think it is going to be hell on wheels. The SEC is just growing. It's getting stronger. And this conference just flat out can't be stopped, Dustin. Well, I'm going to be the get-off-my-lawn guy, I guess, because I still think that, like, when I have to name the SEC teams, you know the last two I get every time? Who is that? I got, I finally get A&M because I, like, yeah. it, you know, and, and to your point about A&M being, uh, being scared of Texas, they got 23, 24-year-olds that are in the ROTC. You won't be in the military, boss, man. Go join the military. Uh, that's 
that's just a different place over there, man. Um, They're weird, so yeah, man. They are, they are strange. You ought to look up some of their uh, campfire traditions with a jar, what they do with a jar. Um, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> just Google it. I won't even get into that one all this yeah. time. Just, just Google it. It'll blow your mind. Um, yeah, but I'm going to be kind of get off your lawnish, I guess, because I don't even care about A&M and Missouri still. To me, it's just like I forget they're in the league. It's whatever. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, you've said it before, the SEC in the east is Tennessee, Georgia, and Florida in the west. It's Alabama, LSU, and Auburn. And as far as football concerned, I don't think that these two teams coming in are going to change that. I don't. I think yeah. that Auburn, as long as Hugh Freeze does what he's going to, what we all believe he's going to do, I think that we're going to be right back where we need to be. I think that Brian Kelly has got LSU on the right direction. Yeah. Um. Are they better than like Ole Miss and Mississippi State? Sure. But coming into this, I just, I don't, I don't know, man. And like. Culture fit will be interesting, and ultimately, money, money wins. Um, yeah. But the couple of conversations I've had with Oklahoma fans, they don't seem to get it yet. They, not. they, they really don't. They're. Um, <laughs> I just was having a nice conversation, like not trying to talk trash with an Oklahoma fan, and a knowledgeable guy that knows his stuff. And I just asked him, you know, like, you ready for Baton Rouge on Saturday night? Are you ready for Jordan Hare on a Saturday night? Are you ready for Bryant Denny? Are you ready to go into Neyland when they're good on a Saturday night? Are you ready for this? And his response was, it's nothing that we haven't seen before. Okay, boss. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they'll find out, man. I, I know they're looking at Missouri having their early success and in the SEC, but haven't had much since. Uh, and <laughs> no. Then, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, can't even hold on to the football to beat Auburn at the goal line this past Ooh, season. So, but, but we'll game. get off that. We'll get off that. We'll game. get off that. <laughs> but Dustin, man, before we get out of here, man, I'll let you get your last word in and plug any type of shows or any content you'd like, man. No, well, I'm, I'm all focused on the up-tempo podcast at this point, baby. We're going to grow yeah. this thing and uh, do our thing. So, you know, just like and subscribe. We're trying to push the YouTube channel hard, so help us out with that. And we got a big baseball episode coming up tomorrow, man. Cannot yeah. wait for that one. So, and, man, we're going to have <laughs> – we're going to be here reacting one way or the other. And I, it sure would be nice if baseball can give us – a season of positive reactions because mm -hmm. I don't like coming on here and, and, and shit my Auburn, man. It's not fun. Hey, so <clears throat> look at here, man. What we've posted, what, four episodes to the YouTube channel? I think four episodes. Mm -hmm. And we're, uh, we're almost to a hundred subscribers, man. So, uh, we're, we're one subscriber away from a hundred subscribers after like four videos, man, four legit videos. I've posted some in the past, but right. uh, we're one subscriber away, man. So like, I, you know, we're already growing. We're getting our following up and, uh, and I'm excited. I, I like, I like that we made the move over to YouTube, got everything straightened out and we're starting to push our video content even harder, man. And I can't wait for that episode with Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Crosby tomorrow night with the Auburn daily. And uh, he also has his own locked on MLB prospects podcast that he does uh, so if you haven't checked that out go check that out Lindsay does a great job uh covering the baseball side of things i mean he is absolutely locked in zeroed in and just gives top-notch content for the auburn tigers baseball program so can't wait for that one but we really appreciate each and every one of you joining for this episode man we're almost to 200 episodes dustin uh, okay. so this podcast man hey we're getting after it and like always war damn eagle and we will catch you on the next one we're out